0: Hi, this is Sheldon Primus with Safety Consultant with Sheldon Primus. That's the podcast that helps you learn the business of being a safety consultant. I'm going to continue in that tradition right now with Safety Consulting 101. This is the second annual Safety Consultant 101 that we're going to do. And I am going to go over everything to finding your perfect client, choosing the name that will fit and resonate with that client, we're going to learn how to write proposals. going to have a one-on-one time for those people who would like to speak with me one-on-one and time to reflect about what we learned. Learn about partnerships and CEUs and how to use those to boost your business. Learn about event coordination, email marketing, and even instructional design. That's Safety Consulting 101. To find out more information about the event, go to viewstub.com. Ford slash safety one oh one. That's vestub.com forward slash safety one oh one. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I am your host, Sheldon Primus, and I am gonna help you with the business of becoming a safety consultant. In this week's episode, I'm just going to go over a little bit about the last part of Demystifying OSHA, and that is on training. I'm on the road this week, so the audio is a little different than you're used to, but just hang with me, and we'll do this. A nice quick way of going over the last part of our series of Demystifying OSHA, and we'll talk about the importance of training. But first, a word from our sponsor. Do you want to be a safety consultant? Listen to Dr. J. Allen of Safety FM give his experience after taking the Safety Consultant Blueprint course. I have actually done research on different consultants and looked at different consulting courses and so on. There is a pretty fancy, very expensive consulting course that is out there. I have actually purchased a consulting course, was interested in It has good information. Don't get me wrong. But you have a consulting course that really drives people onto focusing on safety and how to become a safety consultant. I will tell you on your particular course, there was better information. In that particular regards, then the other consulting course, there was more of a generalist form, but I figure I felt like I got more information out of yours on you giving people direct path on what to do step by step. But I really think that you have a genuine good product there that can really assist people if they're interested in becoming a safety consultant. Register for the Safety Consultant Blueprint at www.safetyconsultantblueprint.com. Enter code PODCAST for a special discount. All right, well, welcome back to the Safety Consultant on the Road podcast this week. And I'm just going to finish up this section with demystifying OSHA real quick. And uh, we talked a lot about some of the things that you really need to make sure you understand for your client, which is the field operation manual. That's a big one. And you have to understand exactly how to uh, know how to survive an OSHA audit. And that's a big one, too. So those are the two things I really want to make sure that we that I mentioned to you as uh, demystifying OSHA. Uh, you want to make sure that you know how to navigate the OSHA website. So go to OSHA.gov and really search around that website to get some of your answers. You're going to have a lot of good information on that website for you. And then the last thing that I really want to make sure that I I help you with is going to be on the training side. So the training side is a great source of revenue for you as a safety consultant but you wanna make sure you're doing it right. So let's start with the OSHA 10 and 30 hours. That's one of the big things that you will see a consultant uh, do and try to sell as one of their services. And it's a good thing. You really should use that if you're gonna be uh, working with OSHA Consulting. Do the 10, do the 30 hour. And I do construction and general industry. So I'll tell you the path for that. And I believe I have a episode earlier about the path to get your OSHA, uh, authorized OSHA training and I use, uh, uh, authorized OSHA training center to do mine. And what you have to do is first, if you're in general industry, you have to take a 511 prerequisite course. Then after the 511 prerequisite course, then you could do 501, which is a train to trainer course. When you get done with that, you could be an authorized trainer for the 10 and 30 hour general industry construction you do the route of the 510 course and then after doing the 510 course and this is the OSHA 510 course then you could um, take the 500 course and after that you could teach the OSHA 10 and the OSHA 30 hour construction courses you'll be the authorized instructor for that so that's the path to get to the authorized instructor however I do want to let you know though As being a instructor, and I do this stuff a lot, you cannot use the OSHA 10 and 30 for compliance training. So when you do have those clients that are asking for the 10 and 30 hours for training, uh, just make sure they understand that they can't do that for compliance training in lieu of training for uh, Hascom or in lieu of training for lockout tagout or something similar to that so they can't do that. So you're going to end up having to educate them on that. Uh, so that means you could actually have two different types of services too. So you could have someone call you for 10 and 30 hour. You do the 10 and 30, you let them know that it's not compliance training, but you could also do compliance training later on. And what you do then is you just pick a topic and do that one topic. And uh, there's a few other things for training you should really understand. One of the things that's a big thing with training right now is OSHAs. They accept online training, but there's not one of their favorite things to do. And so you're going to end up seeing when uh, there's a online training, they're going to say that as long as you have someone who's there to uh, be a facilitator, if you will, So if there's any questions or anything that happens that the the person needs to talk to somebody, that there is someone there that is going to help them and it's going to be available for them. So they're going to OSHA is going to make sure that uh, the records for the training will reflect that there is some comprehensive uh, training and that it's uh, understood by the worker. Yeah, so that could be by just a regular interview or that could be by looking at uh, if you do post quizzes and then uh, pre quiz and post quiz after your training. That's a good way of doing it. So you could verify training, but uh, there are some documents out there. So if you were to go to OSHA.gov and uh, you could look at one of their documents, they have two that's really good. And uh, I don't have my computer So I'm doing this by memory. Uh, So one of the training documents that they do have uh, will teach you how to do a lesson plan and it'll teach you how to uh, do adult learning, basically. So it gives you tips for that. So I would grab that document, go through it, get a good idea of what you need to do if you're going to be someone who's going to facilitate that training. (laughs) You can have a consultant come out and do that training. Hey, why not? Give me a call. I'll go do your training and go everywhere. I am also uh, all over the globe, but I specialize in U.S. training. But that's okay. You could have me do that for a different voice. You could have another consultant do that. Uh, you could do your own clients. That's all up to you. And so it's uh, it's it's your preference there. Or, let's say you're listening to this and you're not a consultant, but you are someone who's uh, into training, then you need to get a hold of the Susan Harwood grant material. And it's not every topic out there, but it's a lot of topics. So what you would do is go to Susan Harwood grant material, and uh, that's on OSHA.gov under training, and just look it up. You can look it up by topic. You can look it up by institution or people who did the training. And what that is is OSHA has available uh, grant money for nonprofits and uh, and uh, tribal nations, and a few other groups, but mostly nonprofit and tribal nations. So therefore, when they apply and if they get accepted for the Susan Harwood grant material. Uh, OSHA will then give them money and funding to do research and to, uh, give, uh, pretty much a full course for whatever the selected targeted topic is. And the caveat to receiving this money is that you have to provide this information to OSHA as well. So OSHA has a category, a library, of uh, courses. So I would go ahead and jump on those Susan Harwood um, material, use that for training my, my people. I would confer with the standard. You got to do that, right? You got to confer with the standard and make sure that you are following the standards guidelines for training. And if you don't know how to do that or what to look for, OSHA has another publication out there And this publication is specifically for helping you with training and knowing what is required and in what interval, if there is a requirement for a training curriculum, it's all in there. So you're looking for that document too. I'm sorry I don't have the document number, but if you go to the OSHA.gov website and you just type in training requirements, uh, you'll get the, the response you need. And uh, they'll give it per industry too. So ag, maritime, construction, general industry. <laughs> oh, hi! I had a yawn just sneak out there. No wonder I'm on location because you guys uh, could tell I'm tired. <laughs> I uh, had a rough week. I'm in Houston right now, yeah. But anyway, uh, so you really want to look into that—that uh, that general industry, construction, maritime, ag—all those guidelines and requirements is in that document. So you just go to OSHA.gov, and then you're going to pretty much get it all worked out over there. All right, so. I am truly not going to be too fancy with this recording. i will got to get it up for you guys. And I really want to make sure that I, I give you the information that you need. And it's going to complete the series. What I'll probably do is I'll probably end up uh, doing another version of this a little longer and uh, and then maybe uh, make that available uh, to you on the website, so that, that that's probably going to be my best alternative there. So just remember, this is going to end the Demystifying OSHA series. So next week I'm going to uh, pull out something else. I might go back with an interview or do something. Uh, I'll be back. I think I should be back home. No, I won't be back home. I'll still be in Houston next week. But we'll work something out and, uh, and I'll make it a, a, a better episode for you. So thanks for bearing with me to this one. And again, I would refer you right back to that OSHA.gov website. And on that website, it's going to give you all the information you need. If you're typing in training, do it that way and you could find all the training requirements there. There's some things, um, Before I go, let me tell you this: There's publications that you could get on the OSHA website for free. Uh, So just go under publication tab, and you could get up to five things, five copies of each things, and they're gonna send it right to you. So uh, go ahead and uh, send away for that as well, and you could use that for material and for training. Uh, you could also uh, download some of those publication and what they call quick cards and use those quick cards as your handouts for your students. So that's a good way also to make sure that your students get compliance information for training and it is going to be uh, something that OSHA will definitely like. They like seeing that you are using those things because they have it up there for compliance assistance. All right, so have a great rest of your week. I am going to see you guys on next Monday, so enjoy, and I will uh, come back with a longer episode, so go out there and get your training in. This is Sheldon Primus with Safety Consultant with Sheldon Primus, and that's the podcast where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. I just want to invite you this September to an event called OSHA Compliance Help. This event is going to be co-hosted with my business partner, Kevin Yarbrough. Uh, Kevin Yarbrough has retired from OSHA as the Assistant Area Director of the Tampa office, and he has 26 years of service with OSHA. So in this event, what we're going to do is we're truly going to go over things that have uh, effectively been hard for people to understand about OSHA. So we'll talk about how to survive and thrive through an OSHA audit, OSHA record keeping, understanding the CFRs, how to decode compliance letters, and much, much more. This is going to be your time to truly talk to someone who's been in the business and someone who's been in OSHA together. So go to viewstub.com forward slash OSHA compliance help viewstub.com forward slash OSHA compliance help for more information and for event tickets.